Hey, E, put the beat on. Hey, Taylor, you like this drum? Yeah, it'd be hard. Yeah, you, you sure you like this drum? You would tell me if you didn't, right? Oh, yeah, of course. No, this drum goes gonna go hard. All right, all right, cool, cool. This this my man, Scotty Pimpin drum. Oh, okay, all right, then. Matter of fact, I, I got something for this. Got something like what? Top shelf, shelf. With a flavor so hot, but you will not melt. Not melt. About to take you on a ride like you never felt. Never, Up and down, real smooth like a carousel. Yeah, Moving in our own lane, no parallel. parallel. Everybody needs sleep, it's good for your health. Yeah. If you stuck like Chuck, I might have a hell. Cause we talk sports, life, and everything else. Everything else. <laughs> What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? We thank you, as always, for tuning in to Sleep, the Sports Life and Everything Else podcast, presented to you by the away team, and we're coming to you live and local from the top shelf. This is episode number six, and I go by the name of Mike on the mic. I bring the light, insight, and no hype, and if you get most sleep in your life, it just might help you get yourself right. You can follow us on Twitter and IG at Sleep Is For You. That's S-L-E-E-P-I-S, the number four, Y-O-U. And be on the lookout for new episodes on Spotify, Stitcher, and Podcast. Subscribe, like, leave comments, share, and all that good stuff. And joining me here in the studio after missing last week is the one and only Taylor. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. What's going on, what's going on? What's up, Mike? Back in the building, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm back, yeah. Had a nice vacation away, and now he's back with us. So. Back addict like a crack addict, I'm back. <laughs> we gonna get right into episode six. Yes, sir. So we gonna talk a little bit about this that Thursday night game. Okay. Uh, we had uh, the New England Patriots squaring off with the New York Giants. Squaring off, you mean stomp, stomping out the Giants. <laughs> Stomping out, the, stomping out the midget, the New York midget. <laughs> yeah, that, that game got a little hectic and uh, yep. it definitely went the way of the Patriots. They yeah. ended up pulling it out 35 14. Yes, they did. Yeah, easy and, win. Uh, they advanced to 6 0. Yep. One of the last undefeated teams left in the league. Yeah, they their defense is just, they, I mean, they, they, whew, they, I mean, they, they, they were, well, the Giants ran out of running backs, so you know what I mean. That was that was easy for the uh, for the Patriots. So yeah, they they was down to their third stringer, John Hillman. Yeah, and he had 11 carries for 38 yards, no touchdowns. Yep, and then they cut him the next day. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, the Patriots just demolished that team, and I mean, it's, it's it's gonna be tough to beat them. Like once you get on a start like this, it's gonna be crazy. Six and that was that's crazy. And speaking of that defense, you were talking about Daniel Jones, the Giants' starting quarterback. Yep. He went 15 for 31 for 161 yards, one touchdown, but three interceptions. Yeah, yeah. Like I think I was telling you over the phone like last week, Bill Belichick against like rookie quarterbacks. I think he's like undefeated or something like that. <laughs> so it's just he had no chance, and uh, you know it's a learning experience for him. But yeah, the Patriots just keep on rolling, and they get an extra week. And some change off, so they'll be uh, right back at it uh, next week. Um, yeah, they're, they're a solid team. Yeah. So on the New England side of the ball, Tom Brady on the passing end went 31 for 41 for 334 yards. Yep. He threw no touchdowns and one interception, but he did rush for two touchdowns. Yeah, old man Tom getting into the end zone. <clears throat> yes, he did. He got in there. So, like I said, it was an easy win. I think Josh Gordon went down. And it, it, but it was it was easy. You know what I mean, Giants was out there just 
just they had the white flag up from from the start, so it was just an easy one for the for the for the Patriots. Making that happen, and like you said last week, the Patriots getting off to a great start for their season. I wasn't here last week. I didn't say I'm that. Sorry, not last week, two, <laughs> two weeks ago, episode four. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're, they're, they're a solid team. Um, Flipping yeah, it around because usually they get off to a fairly slower start. Yeah, sometimes they get off to a slow start, but this year, you know, six and zero, and it's not the offense care; it's the defense. The defense is just just suffocating people. Yeah, so they're real, they're real, real solid. Yeah, you know I mean, you know, eventually, you know, the offense is going to get rolling. Yeah, you know I mean, but yeah, the Patriots just looking just just. I don't know. I don't know who's going to beat them. I'm sorry. Like It's just looking like them and every, everyone else. Clicking on all cylinders right now. Yes, they are. Yep. So moving it today, uh, we're going to get into that Eagles-Vikings game. <laughs> and unfortunately, the Eagles did come up short this week in Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota pulled out their game 38-20, to mm-hmm. and they advanced to 4-2. and two. The Eagles fall to 3-3. Three and three. But, um, <clears throat> you know, from what I saw from the little bit of the Cowboys game that I caught uh, a little bit ago, Looks like they're gonna about, about to lose in this game as well. So. Don't, don't, don't worry about that. Listen, let's, let's worry about the Eagles. All, all I got to say <laughs> is this: is can you dig it? Can you dig it? Because Stefan Diggs was just digging all in the Eagles behind. I mean, I mean, just running past receivers. What seven catches for? Was it buck sixty five? Buck sixty seven and three touchdowns. Three touchdowns. Two of them was deep. I mean, he was. I mean, he was complaining what about a week ago, but now you know, it ain't nothing like a good raggedy Eagles secondary to get you back <laughs> on track. So he looked good. Thielen looked good. Right behind him was Thielen. He had six receptions for fifty seven yards and one touchdown. Yeah, as soon as I saw the game from the beginning, I was like, yeah, this is not going to be good for the Eagles. It just just had a bad feeling from the start and ugh, yeah it was, it was it was bad now the eagles are th- what three and three now they're they looking like a 10 and 16 right about now so uh, they made they made Kirk cousins look great because yeah. he had over 300 yards passing 333 yep. to be exact and he had four touchdowns and one interception but yeah that's big for Kirk cousins yeah he looked he looked, he looked like i mean i don't think he was even like i mean he was pressured a little bit but he just looked comfortable the whole time in exactly. there exactly throwing dimes throwing real good passes i mean i knew Diggs dropped a couple but um he was the kirk cousin was on point i guess uh my man uh from the eagles name zach brown kind of inspired him shouldn't should keep your mouth shut and, you know I mean? <laughs> but you know he he kirk cousin did his thing he, he, he was on point he did what he's supposed to do on the eagles side of bar uh, side of the ball carson wentz kind of held up his end he was 26 for 40 306 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. And uh, he didn't play the best today. He didn't play perfect, but he did pretty well. He was all right. Yeah, he, he, he did okay, man. But it's it just, I mean, it was, it was just a bad, just a bad output. In the, the, once the defense is just just getting scored on, like, I mean, they were getting, I mean, the, 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 the running game kind of, I mean, um, the run stop kind of held up, but you're just throwing just, it's just, just everyone was just open Kyle what's the name Kyle Rudolph got off today Irv Smith like all the people just catching passes it's just like demoralizing you know what I mean so and one of the most important areas uh, Minnesota one time of possession yep uh, 32 minutes and 4 seconds to the Eagles 27 minutes and 57 seconds so yeah, 56 just, seconds yeah, it just wasn't so, was, uh, wasn't a good formula I'm just I, like I said the first 5 times I was like, I'm looking at the game like yeah, this, this is going to be a long day for the Eagles I just wasn't feeling too good I mean they they tried to come back but the fake field goal it's just just didn't make no sense well hopefully they're able to pull it together next week um, who they playing next week Taylor Dallas, Dallas on Sunday night. Yeah, that's right, so that's gonna right, be, Dallas. They're going to be underneath the lights. And Prime time. Looking like that game might be for first place. You know what I mean? Judging by what's going on today, we'll see what happens by the uh, end of today. You know, tomorrow after tomorrow morning. But um, yeah, yeah, it's uh, I don't, I don't know, man. It's, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not optimistic at all. Man. 
I mean, yeah. this is, they're in the middle of a three-game, uh, you know, uh, road, road trip. Game. Yeah, I mean, road road trip. trip. So, uh, getting off, you got a loss here. You got a division game next week. Then you got the Bills. Uh, I don't know, man. They got a lot. I mean, they talk about, oh, let's bring Ronald Darby back. He was getting smoked in the first couple games. I mean, so it's not like the, the, the corners are just really, really just making this team look really, really, really bad. Yeah. Malcolm Jenkins looks old. Um, Nigel Braddon went out today. I mean, I don't, I don't know where <laughs> Fletcher Cox is at. They put APB out for him. Um, it's just, it's just a lot of people that they were depending on is supposed to have a good season this year. They ain't doing nothing, man. I mean, no one. I mean, it's, 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 it's bad. It's bad. I'm not really like a DefCon Five type of person, but it, it might be that time for you know the Eagles to like you know. It's just uh, bad. Time to call all cars, set yeah, off the alarms. Something, like. something, 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 not, something not right. They, the, Deshaun Jackson, they don't know when he's coming back. I mean, he's old. So. They're saying hopefully he'll be back next week for that Dallas game. So Yeah, but then I heard like a week ago he needs uh, what they call that sports hernia surgery. So oh, boy. can he even can he even run it? When he comes back, is he going to be 100%? So basically you got two. You're, you're basically just two starting receivers are, are basically playing at under 75%. I saw Alshon today. He looked he caught 10 passes, but yeah. he can't run. He like he's running with cement, cement shoes on. So they, they, they're going to have some problems. I'm sorry. looking like problems right now. It looks like uh, Miles Sanders is probably their best receiver. I mean, they, they just look they look raggedy. I'm sorry. I hate to use the word, but they, they look raggedy today. Well, Miles Sanders did have a receiving touchdown today, which was, you know, good for me because I had him on, on my fantasy football team, so I was excited about that. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, like I said, the, the, like we said, the Eagles weren't able to pull out the victory, but um, hopefully they can, they, they can get it together before next week when they see Dallas. Yeah, I'm not seeing that. That might be another L next week. If I was gonna put money on. I'm putting. I'm, they're not gonna win next week. I'm sorry. They, get, it's look, they look bad. They look really, really bad. So last week I was supposed to get into a little bit of a story uh, regarding a, a Seahawks fan or an Eagles fan who crossed paths, and I met the Eagles fan when I was in Tampa. Okay. Uh, we was living down there for about a year, uh, maybe a little bit less, and um, I was driving Uber, <clears throat> and I came across this Eagles fan. He was telling me about this guy that he met. Uh, and the guy was a Seahawks fan, and he was telling him about, you know, the heartbreak that he felt and the, the gut punch that he felt after the Seahawks left, lost that Super Bowl to the Patriots. Mm. And uh, my, my guy, the Eagles fan, he pretty much said, how would you feel to, to de- have to deal with that every season? Because mm-hmm. uh, honestly, growing up, me and you know firsthand being Eagles fans, that's pretty much how it was. Yeah, it was a... Uh... It was always that's that's why I turned to my card. I said I can't do this no more. I, I have a life. Um, there's other things I got to do. I can't be dependent on no football team. So, way back, maybe 10, 15 years, ago, I just let it go. I mean, I, I like watching the Eagles and stuff like that, and I like watching all the football. But me, Eagles fan, uh, not me no more. Even after the Super Bowl win, I'm not a fan. But you know, that 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 was the genesis of when Taylor decided that he was no longer going to be an Eagles fan. Yeah, just going through it. those years and years of torment. I let it go. That we had to deal with. Much more than life, man. I mean, there's there's all kinds of stuff out here. There's females. There's there's food. There's work. There's money. Now, I started focusing on that, and not focusing on, on a football team that didn't care about me. <laughs> that's what uh, that's what Sonny said in the Bronx style, right? Something like that. What so, he's talking about? Uh... Oh yeah, nobody cares. Man. Yeah, they, they yeah. don't care, man. Yeah, yeah. What, 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 he, I remember what he said. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's talking about that guy from the Yankees. Yeah, Mickey Mantle. Tell yeah, Mickey Mantle yeah. he can't pay the bills, something like that. See, see, see what he'll see, do for see you. See what he'll do for you. Yeah. And that's what that's kind of what I came to me. I said these people don't care that I'm that, that that I'm I go to you know work or school the next day and I'm hurt. They don't care. They still get paid. So you know that that's kind of like where I stopped. Maybe in my <laughs> late early twenties probably. So yeah. 
that's how I look at it. You'll never see me with no Eagles jersey, <laughs> no uh, or, uh, bandana, nothing like that. I mean, I like watching the team, but I'm not. I'm, no, fan is, is short for fanatic. I'm no fanatic. I'm not a fanatic at all, please. But I so, like watching all sports, though. I like watching everything. So that's where it begins and ends for Taylor. Yep, that's it. So getting back to these 1 o'clock games, um, the Panthers and the Bucks they played early this morning because they played in London. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Panthers were able to pull that out 37 to 26 and advance to 4 and 2. Man, uh, I don't know if Cam getting his job back. <laughs> Kyle Allen has been 5 and 0 oh on his, his he's, uh, starts. He's been perfect. He's taking over for the team, so he's really doing his thing yeah, right now. Cam 4 0 this year, 1 0 last year. So, I mean, I don't know. Cam, I'm not giving Cam his job back. I mean, I'm not. They might be getting Cam up out of there. Yeah, so uh, he might just sit on the bench and watch, you know, Allen Allen ball out. He's got the team running, you know, rolling pretty good. So, I don't know. Cam's not coming. I said RIP to Cam a few weeks ago, but I was kind of being tongue-in-cheek, but (laughs) looking kind of serious right now. This this boy, this guy can play. Undrafted guy. Yeah, Yeah. Christian McCaffrey, he had 22 carries today, so they was really giving him the rock, but he was only able to convert that into 31 yards, and he was able to slice into the end zone on a rushing touchdown. That receiving touchdown, he sliced through like three people. Man, I think I had him fourth on my running, but he might be number one. He's a beast. I was just about to get to his four receptions for 26 yards, and he was able to get into the end zone for a receiving touchdown as well. Yeah, he's nice, man. He's a a good back, man. He does it all, man. He's a real good back. I don't even know who the second string back is. It's just him. That's it. (laughs) And then uh, Curtis Samuel, who I just cut from my fantasy team, ironically enough, but he was able to get into the end zone for a rushing touchdown and a receiving touchdown, just like Christian McCaffrey. So that was big for him. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Carolina was able to to pull out that victory, so that was that was five. good for them, taking a, a commanding lead on that NFC South. Jameis Winston threw five picks, man. My goodness, that's hard to do, <laughs> but he did it. It's, yeah. it's rough when you. I mean, I would imagine that it's rough when you got to travel, you know, not only to another town but across the the ocean to another country. Yeah, but playing other, in a whole new circumstance. The, but the other team had to travel too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean. Uh, yeah, five interceptions. Like I said, that's hard, man. Fair point. Fair point. Yeah, Tampa Bay is looking like 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 garbage. <laughs> I feel bad for the state of Florida, man. Y'all have no football teams down there. That's sad. Yeah, Jacksonville is not doing too great right now, neither. Nope. But um, those uh, Baltimore Ravens were able to advance to four and two. Yeah, get they back came on out track. to a, a victory over the Cincinnati Bengals, twenty-three to seventeen. The Bengals, yep. And the Bengals are zero and six for the first time since two thousand eight. Yeah, they 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 they're trying to get that first round pick. They, they might need they, to put that that call in to Marvin Lewis to bring him back. No, no, don't bring him back. No, <laughs> please don't bring him back. They just might as well just fall all the way down. Sometimes you got to fall all the way down to come all the way back up. And that's what they yeah. got to do. They got to go all the way down to the to the bottom of the toilet. Or as we used to say back in the day, the abyss. Go down to the abyss, <laughs> and then you come back up. So them, the Dolphins, and all the other raggedy teams, just go all the way down, then you come bring yourself back up. There's nothing wrong with going all the way down to the abyss. That's where you need to go. Go down to the abyss. Trade, um, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, A.J. Green, get something for him. Um, trade, uh, get, get rid of uh, Andy Dahl. Just get rid of everybody. Start at the bottom and bring yourself back up. Get yourself in draft picks. Two years from now, you'll be back in. You'll be back in the swing of things. Just give it up to this year. Just let it go. Sometime the abyss is where you need to chill yeah, out for a little here, while. Go here. Go to the abyss, please. For so the- a, a good game today, which was you know fairly surprising, was the Seahawks and the Browns. Yeah. Uh, the Seahawks were able to pull that one out, thirty-two to twenty-eight, and advance to five and one. The Browns 
unfortunately fell at two and four, but it was pretty competitive from what I was able to gather from what I saw. Russell Wilson, he might be the best quarterback. He was, he was, he was doing everything. He was running, he was throwing. I think a couple of his linemen went down, and he said, "Don't matter to me, man. I, I'm still going. I still got to do what I got to do." Uh, Chris Carson had a good game. Um, yeah, he was. Yeah, Russell Wilson. He's a he, he's a beast. He, Russell Wilson. He, he won. Went, he won that game for them today. He was throwing balls on. He was throwing just just BBs today. He went 23 for 33 for 295 yards, two touchdowns, and no interceptions. Then mm-hmm. on the rushing end, he went nine carries for 31 yards and one rushing touchdown. Yes, so he did, man. He was putting in his work, and like you just said, Chris Carson got busy as well. Yep. 24 carries for 124 yards and one touchdown. Yeah, they look good, man. They look good. That's a five. Are they four and two or five and two? Five and two. They're five and one. Five and one. That's that's a team right there you gotta watch. Man, it's I didn't think it. I didn't think they were gonna be that good this year, but that's a team that you might have to watch that might get that number one seed. Yeah. No one, no one in the NFC wants to go out to Seattle in January and play again. No, that's that's a home field advantage to the utmost power. Like no. That twelfth man is just different. Yeah, if they go twelve and four, thirteen and three, uh, it's, it's, they're, they're they're pretty much gonna go to Super Bowl. That's a tough place to play. Tyler Lockett on five targets caught all five for five receptions, seventy five yards, and he wasn't able to get into the end zone. But ultimately, they didn't need him because Jaron Brown got into the end zone twice. Yeah, they, DK Metcalf had some good catches today. Uh, they, they like I said, their team is their team. Their team's real good, man. Their team's real good. They had a couple. They picked off. I wanna, I wanna say they picked off uh, Baker Mayfield was it two times or three times? I don't have it in front of me. I think it was three times. Yeah, it was. Yeah, they, they still got Jadavian Clowney. Yeah, I mean, they still got uh, um, uh, uh, what's my man's name, the middle linebacker, Bobby Wagner. They got some good players on that team, so they're gonna they're gonna be a force to be reckoned with as it, you know as it gets a little colder in the season. So their defense is really really good. Yeah, they caught three picks that day. <laughs> man, that's whew, man. I think he threw one in the end zone too, which is just killer. Jeez, Baker. Yeah, so Baker Mayfield is looking like a fraud. <laughs> so uh, moving on to a game that was a little bit closer, I guess you could say. Uh, the Saints were able to pull out a victory and advance to five and one. Bridge uh, over, bridge over tro- trouble waters. He's doing, he doing what he got to do. He's keeping against, the team <laughs> above water. <laughs> against the Jacksonville Jaguars, yeah. thirteen to six. Mm-hmm. Jaguars fell to two and four. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, so the Saints actually kind of have uh, the best record in that NFC South division just far, but the uh, the Carolina Panthers are right on their behind. But um, that Saints defense is looking. I mean, Marshawn Lattimore was just. I mean, he shut he shut, shut down. Um, what's the name last week? Uh, my man uh, Mike Evans. Can you check that for me? I'm not sure. I think he, he had him catch this last week, and this week he was just just harassing. I think it was DJ Chark or somebody. He had a. Uh, he, he's he's. He, he, that defense is looking really, really good. It looks really, really good. I mean, you held them to six points. I don't care if you're a good team or not. Hold a team to only two field goals. You're a good team. Yeah, you're a good. Yeah. Def- you're a good defense. And Teddy Bridgewater, like you were saying, he went 24 for 36, 240 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. So that was big. Yeah. Yeah, like the Saints. The Saints. You got to watch out for the Saints. Their defense is legit. You know, the offense when Bridge when, when um, Breeze gets back. That might be a team. Yeah, so you might have to watch out for Seattle and the Saints. So yeah, man. Yeah, everybody was talking about the Eagles and you know the Rams. It might be them two teams. There's a lot Saints. more going on in the AFC in the NFC than just those two. Oh, and the Saints. The Saints already beat the Seahawks in in, in Seattle earlier this year. So <laughs> those 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 are the two top teams in the NFC right now. Those two teams. Yep. Everyone else has got to be looking up at them. All right. So we're gonna move into our top five and our top five for this week. It's going to be our top five defensive units. Okay. 
Um, and I'll start off with mine. Uh, number five, I have someone who uh, I guess you would feel is not really surprised to the list, but it's going to be the Minnesota Vikings. Okay. Um, they're they're really doing their thing up there in the NFC North, and uh, they they did pretty well today. I, I hate to admit against those Philadelphia Eagles. They, they, they did all right. They've been um, – I like how they built their defense. I think, remember, like four or five years ago, I think they got uh, Rhodes and they got um, a line uh, – what's the linebacker name? Kendrick. They got them all in the same draft. So, yeah. that, that that defense is all about the same age. I mean, all around the same age. And um, they're, 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 a real, they're a really good team, man. Uh, they got the pass they're rough. Hungry. They, yeah, but Danell Hunter, he's a beast. Yeah. Everson Griffin, old, uh, a veteran. Uh, Kendricks, like Ari said. Xavier Woods. They got some really, really good corners, man. Uh, they put it together pretty solid. Yeah, the corners, were, they, they did real good against them. I mean, it's, it's the Eagles receivers, but they they, <laughs> they, they, they did a real good day. They've been doing really good over the past three or four years, just drafting corners every year. Just, all right, we ain't got no corners. We're going to draft a corner every year, every year until one hits. And they, yeah. they pretty much hit. And then the, the probably their worst corner, Mackenzie Allison, he's the one that clinched it today with the with the, with the uh, interception. interception. Yeah, he went yeah. to Clemson. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I was just talking to somebody earlier about those SEC teams and how beastly they are. Yeah, but uh, moving on to number four, we're gonna get to uh, the New England Patriots, mm-hmm. which are always a pretty good defensive team under Bill Belichick, who's a really good defensive mind. Um, you know, they they are really well coaching their secondary and when you got players like Stefan Gilmore it, it, it goes a long way yeah Patriots are they've been shutting people down man like this it's getting crazy man I mean they shut down the um, Steelers earlier this year when, when Ben Roethlisberger was there and when James Conner and Juju to shut them down so uh-huh. they're legit they're a legit team they're a legit defensive team yeah 6-0 and basically all off defense you know I mean Tom Brady he's been you know, oh, keep it average, but the defense has been just, just destroying stellar, people. Stellar. Yep. So, number three, I got another AFC East team with the Buffalo Bills, who I think, at least defensively, have been playing really well this season. Offensively, they've been slacking a little bit. They've had to deal with some injuries. Josh Allen went down. Is that Josh Allen in Buffalo? The quarterback? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he went down um, uh, last week. Last week, yeah. He um, probably should be. They're on a bye week this week, so he should be back next week. Yeah, yeah, but I, I like I really like what they have going on on the defensive side of the ball, getting after the quarterback, causing yep. pressure, getting sacks, mm-hmm. and also their secondary is playing really well as well. Yeah. Uh, you had one of their corners, I believe, in your top five, didn't you? Yeah, Tadarius, Tadarius Wright. Am I saying his name right? He had a pick a couple weeks ago. I yeah. think they got real, they got two really good. They're undersized safeties, but they're really good. Micah Hyde and uh, Jordan Poyer. Mm-hmm. They got two really good, two really good safeties. You know what I mean, so uh, yeah, they're, they're they got a really good legit. They got a legit defense. Yep. All right, so number two on my list, I have the Chicago Bears. Okay. Uh, who, you know, are definitely no stranger to this list, having, you know, big play ability players on their defense like Khalil Mack. Um, Mack, you know, and their, their secondary is playing really well as well. Um, I believe you had one of those in your top five as well, didn't you? Uh, one of the uh, Bears corner. Uh, uh, Fuller? Probably yeah, did. yeah, Kyle Gosh, Fuller. Yeah, I, yeah. I got a bad memory. I'm getting old. Maybe I did. Maybe <laughs> I didn't. Uh, yeah, but Kyle Fuller, he's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm pretty sure you did. They got some ballers on that defense. But um, yeah, yeah, they're they're, they're pretty good. And they get after the ball. And just the Bears have that type of defensive mentality. When you think of the Bears, you don't really think of them heavily as an offensive team historically. Mm-hmm. Think of them as more of a defensive uh, juggernaut. You know, and they playing that 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 gritty uh, you know NFC North where they're competing with the Minnesota Vikings and the, mm-hmm. the Green Bay Packers and the Detroit Lions and 
you kind of got to be that type of mentality when you're playing in that division. You do, yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got Aaron Rodgers, you got um, Kirk Cousins now, and you got Stafford. So your defense better be good. Yeah, man. So number one on my list, I got the L.A. Chargers going out to the AFC West. Okay. Um, I'm really, really liking what they're doing uh, defensively. Uh, they're, they're playing really well so far leading into this season and kind of um, masking some of the offensive issues that they've been dealing with outside of the fact that they have Keenan Allen, who's really been balling this year. And, uh, you know, Phillip Rivers has been looking steady as Phillip Rivers always does. Yeah, the uh, Charger defense, they could be better, but they lost a bunch of their safety. They lost, uh, what's his name, James, earlier this year. He, I think I hurt in the preseason, so he might come back later in the year. Mm-hmm. I think Melvin Ingram got hurt last week. Uh, we'll see if he plays tomorrow night. Still got Bosa. Um, it's, it, when they defense gets, when everyone comes together and everyone's all healthy, they're going to be a really, really good defense. So, yeah, their defense is really, really good. Yeah. They've been building that defense the last couple of years, too. So, yep, uh, Casey Hayward, he's a good corner. Yeah, they got some good players on there. And they're yeah. squaring off tonight in the primetime game for 820 against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Right. They're 2-3, and three, the Steelers are 1-4. and four, yeah, So That should be an easy win. <laughs> Pittsburgh's on, like, the eight-string quarterback. Yeah. yeah, we'll see how that ends up playing out for them. Yeah. RIP to the Steelers. <laughs> But Taylor, what you got for your top five as far as the defensive units go? I literally was going through all the teams. I only came up with five teams because everyone else was just terrible. But, right, <laughs> uh, my number five team is actually the 49ers. I like what they defense. I like uh, Richard Sherman. Okay. I like uh, Bosa's little uh, little brother. I like. I don't care if he's racist or not. As long as you can rush the passer, come, get, get, I don't care what you do. Come on in. <laughs> they got the trade for D Ford. Um, yeah. They got the Forrest Buckner. Mm-hmm. Um, they got a really really nice solid solid uh, defensive team. Um, yeah, yeah. They, they they they've they've actually. I mean, the offense has been good. You know, because they've been a run oriented team. But the def- de- the defense has been you know wreaking havoc. And I think they're one of those teams that you got to look for mm-hmm. toward the end of the year. Yeah, you know I mean they're they're they, they, they making moves. Yeah, so I like the 49ers. Uh, defense okay. this year. Probably like a sneak team, too. They might be the third best team in NFC, I think, right about now. Yeah. Okay, 49ers. All right, so my fourth team is actually Carolina. I mean, okay. they, had, they had five interceptions today. You got to put some respect on somebody getting five interceptions. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, definitely. Really good team. Eric Reed, um, they got like a, they got this crazy defensive tackle rotation of uh, Gerald McCoy, uh, Butler, I think Kayvon Short got hurt, and Don Terry Poe. I was like, dang, where y'all get all these, where y'all get these defensive tackles from <laughs> i think short went out he's out for the season but they got and then they got this young kid named uh burns uh, i can't i forget what his first name is i know he's out of florida state he was wreaking havoc today man he's he got a, he's got a couple sacks so they got a really really good team and i think they switched to the three four if i'm not mistaken now somebody would have checked okay. out for me but they got a really good team as far as the defensive scheme goes. yeah, yeah. Uh, and they got to get the uh cornerback from lsu uh, they got to get him back uh donta johnson dante johnson or something mm-hmm. like that they got to get him back but other other than that, Luke Keekley's a beast. Shaq Thompson, he 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 basically stepped into where um where uh, Thomas Davis was at, and he, yeah. he's pretty much been a, a beast. So okay. I like that Carolina defense. They're the main reason why they've gone four and zero in the last you know in the last four weeks. They're really you know they, they they're suffocating. They're a really good team. So real good pass rush. I, I like I, I like I like that Carolina defense. Okay, strong down at Carolina. Yeah. Uh, my number three team is uh, I'll go with the Chargers. I mean, you just spoke about the Chargers before. Yeah, they got um, you know, they got the pass rushers, they got the uh, interior alignment, uh, but everything else outside of them is kind of hurt. You know, linebackers have been hurt. Uh, a couple of the corners and safety been hurt, but.
but yeah. they've been pretty good. I, they got a really good slot corner. Uh, what's his name? Uh, King. I, I don't want to say his first name. I might get it wrong, but he's a real good. He's a real good corner in the slot. Um, they got a real good, really, really nice, solid team. Uh, hopefully, uh, they'll get uh, um, James back. And um, yeah, I, 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 I like I like the LA Chargers team. They they're a little bit underachieving right now. I don't know why they're two and three, but um, I think that defense can kind of you know get them back on the right track, especially yeah. tonight against uh, the pitiful Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> yeah, the Steelers aren't really turning a lot, a lot of heads this week with no. or this year. I'm sorry with that. Nope. That quarterback play with Ben going down. That's that's really yeah. been wreaking havoc on their team. And then mm-hmm. last week, uh, that quarterback got stretched out with that concussion. Yep. That really bad hit. Yep. So uh, hopefully they'll be able to turn it around. Uh, my number two team is going to be the Bears. Uh, I like Khalil Mack. Okay. I like Roquan Smith. Uh, he went to uh, Georgia. He had like, a little personal issue earlier this year, but, um, you know, he's back in the fold. Um, they, 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 um, what's the guy's name? Floyd. Leonard Floyd. He's a good pass rusher. Uh, they got Eddie Jackson out there from safety, uh, uh, safety from Alabama. Yeah. They got ballers all around, and they take the ball away too. So they're a good team. I like um, I like the Bears defense. They should be okay. Chicago is pretty beasty when it comes to the defense. They don't play a lot of games. No, they're not playing no games, and I think they're going to get better as the season goes on. Akeem Hicks on the, in the on the, he's on the interior. I, I like I like that team. I'm dropping yeah. a lot. I'm dropping a lot of names right now. Y'all can get to Google it. I'm dropping names. <laughs> Definitely gotta gotta stay on top of your Googles when it yep. comes to these names. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, who you, who you got in there for number one? We should already know the number one. Y'all, y'all might think I'm 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 I'm, 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 ride, I'm riding this team. You know what I mean? But the Patriots, that, that defense is just it's stellar. Had this feeling you were gonna say that, but that Patriots defense has been really playing well this year. They hitting too, man. Like I think Patrick Chung went out last week. They brought some other guy, and he gets intercepted. They, 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 they got the McCordy twins out there. They got a really, really nice, nice team. Uh, Van, Kyle Van Noy, he came from Detroit. Uh-huh. He came there. He's just, I think he picked up a fumble. They, they just got, they got ballers, man. They got ballers, man. I like, I like that team. I, I really like the Patriots uh, defense. You might not know two people on their team, but yeah, you know I mean, they, they come to play. Stephon Gilmore is still out there. They got a really good team, man. So you gotta watch out for the Patriots defense they, they're, they're wreaking havoc on people they get it done they, they definitely are getting it done this this is a every year the Patriots come out with a different team sometimes the offense be really really good but the defense will be good but now this year their defense is good and the offense is like okay yeah so you gotta watch out for that defense they they they, they cause turnover they do a whole lot of stuff I like that Patriots defense they know they, they the number one defensive unit for me all right all right so the Patriots you got number one that's I can't argue that pick yep. you know that that's it's kind of the thing about these top fives, like they're subjective, they're open to your opinion and what you specifically think, but at the end of the day, it's, it's all an argument. You know, it's all about who you feel like can go here, who you feel like can go there. Ain't nobody argue with me. My, my stuff is right. <laughs> so we're going to move on to these, this Monday night game, and this might be one of the first fairly competitive Monday night games of the season. We got the Green Bay Packers and Lambeau Field hosting those Detroit Lions. Green Bay's coming in at four and one. Detroit is at two, one and one. But uh, like you said last week, Green Bay, I'm sorry, not Green Bay, Detroit has been playing fairly tough against everybody they played so far this season. Yeah, 
Yeah, they're, they're, they're a tough team. They got um, they got a, they got a solid defense. You know, it's gonna be tough for Aaron Rodgers. He's been kind of rocky this whole year. Uh-huh. Everybody's kind of waiting for him to explode, but you know, he's not gonna have uh, Devontae Adams. He's not playing. Yeah, he's out. And uh, somebody else is out too. I just can't remember who it is. But it's it's gonna it's gonna be uh, you know, it's gonna be a tough game for uh, Green Bay. And like I said, the Lions, they're you know, they're they're a legit team. They gotta you know, they I mean, they might be one of them teams you gotta you gotta watch out for. They might spoil somebody's dreams in the last you know month of the season. They got a really good solid team. So. They got hurt, and last season they was kind of referred to as the cardiac cats because they came back yeah. a couple of games from being behind. You know, Matthew Stafford was able to engineer some good drives and put mm-hmm. things together to get them to a, a winning uh, position from week to week, but. Uh, you know, this this season they're they're, they're maintaining that toughness. Yeah, I like, I like the Lions are they're, they're a good team. Got a carry on Johnson, good back, offensive line. They've been drafting the past couple of years there, so they're keeping uh, Matthew Stafford clean. So, mm-hmm. and TJ Hawk, Hawkinson, hopefully he can come back. He he caught a bad one two weeks ago. So hopefully he can come back tomorrow and uh, be able to contribute tomorrow night. Definitely, definitely. So we're gonna move on into a little bit of fantasy football talk, and I'm kind of proud for one of the names that I have to, to say this week because he's somebody who I have on my team and I was a little down on uh, in general he's just been down this year due to his team's philosophy moving towards more of a run first option than pass first with that Stefan Diggs uh, he played really well today um, he had 11 uh, targets ended up coming out with seven receptions I uh, got three touchdowns um, and that was you know a little bit bittersweet because it was against our home Philadelphia Eagles, but uh, when it comes to the fantasy football, this is money involved, so I, I, I got to kind of lean that way a little bit. Yeah, fantasy football, you got you to put your fandom to a side. You're trying to win. Yeah, yeah, you. definitely. It, it, it definitely changes the way that you watch games. If you don't get down with fantasy football and you decide to join, it's going to change the way you see things. Yes, sir. Yep. Uh, so, Taylor, who who you have your eyes on this week as far as fantasy goes? Uh, I had a... My man from uh, L.A., uh, Daryl Henderson. I saw that um, Ty Gurley. Ty Gurley wasn't playing. I told y'all about his knees, man. He got the knees of a 77-year-old woman. And, <laughs> well, it's not the knees. I think it's a thigh or a thigh contusion. Something yeah, like he, he had a quad injury. Yeah, quad injury. So, yeah, so he's out. You know what I mean? So you might want to watch out for, you know, Daryl Henderson. I mean, of course, Mac. Uh, Marquise Mac, Brown. Mar- Marquise Brown. Am I saying his name right? I, think I believe that's, that's his name. Oh, I'm, about, I'm about to get his name right now. Uh, Cause someone else uh, just picked him up, but uh, yeah, um, he's he, he he he's he, he's the guy that I like. Hen- I, li- I like Henderson because he can catch the ball out the backfield. So uh, he's more of a um, you know a multi uh, Malcolm Brown. That's his name. Yeah. Malcolm Brown. Malcolm Brown. Okay. He's more of a banger type guy, but Henderson is the guy that can catch the ball out the backfield a little bit faster. You know what I mean? So he's a guy you might want to you know just have him just just in case you know kind of like a handcuff guy. Just in case if you got Todd Gurley, pick him up, put him at the bottom of the bench, and you know, mm-hmm. cross your finger. Hopefully you don't have to cut him or anything like that. Keep him at the bottom of your bench. So I like uh, I like I like him. Marquise Brown, that's the receiver in, in that's Baltimore. The, yeah, that's the, yeah, it's just, you know, everyone has the same name in NFL. It's kind of hard to keep keep track of it. A whole bit when it comes to the fantasy football. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. Do I have, is there anybody else? Um, I mean, just, uh, I mean, I guess there's a, there's a guy down in, um, I hate to say it, <laughs> down in um, 
um, uh, Miami. His name is Preston Brown. I mean, they're going to be losing a whole lot. So maybe maybe you can stash him. He might get maybe 10, 12 targets again. Is that the game. receiver you're talking about, yeah, Preston Williams? Yeah, Preston Williams. What did I say? Preston Brown? Yeah, yeah. I'm, all, I'm all messed up. That Preston Brown Williams. Keeps coming around. Yeah, Brown, Williams, Johnson, <laughs> Jones, all these all these names, they all the same. But, yeah, get, Preston Williams is, is a good, big, he's a big receiver. Uh, they're they're going to be feeding him a lot. So, And Dolphins are going to be losing a lot. So you might be one of them guys that you might want to look at, stash them, and uh, you, know, you never know. He might he might surprise you in these games. He might get six or seven grabs. You know what I mean? Maybe get in the end zone. So, uh, yeah, always worry about those. You know, not, but don't worry about the team being bad. Just worry about if they got a good player that they're trying to feature, they're going to try to give him the ball to make sure he's a player. So, uh, you might want to go down to there and yeah, take take a flyer on him. Maybe in a couple weeks he'll, he'll, he'll get you. Let's just say if one of your guys goes out on a bye week like a – Julio Jones, or uh, mm-hmm. you got one of the, one of the receivers from LA. You know I mean? Yeah, you know I might want to stick him in. And he might he might he might pay off dividends for you. A guy I've been waiting for to come around, uh, who actually kind of finally started to show some 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 light at the end of the tunnel potential today was Miles Sanders here from our hometown Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, uh, he only had three rushing attempts for six yards, but he did have three receptions. Yeah. for eighty six yards. And he crossed into the end zone, so that's good. Salute to Miles Sanders Got for his getting first into the end zone today. Yeah, yeah, that's real good. Yeah, he's 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 a lot of people drafted him, but then kind of cutting him and then bringing him back. So he might mm-hmm. be out there too. Yeah, so there's a lot of running backs that's, that's going to be out there that you can grab, pick up. Just got to hold on to him. Got to be patient. Definitely, definitely. That's one thing that I preach to people as far as fantasy goes. Is just you got to be patient. You got to believe yeah. in the team that you drafted and the waiver pickups that you can make up around them. You know, you, you don't want to be too hectic or too fast when it comes to the trades and the dealings because you could trade somebody away who ultimately could, could do something big for your team. True story. I think maybe 10 years ago, I drafted Jamal Charles because I watched him in college, mm-hmm. and I think I cut him week five. Mm-hmm. And then Larry Johnson got hurt week six. Week six, Jamal Charles got in. and Got and, 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 <laughs> and the rest is history. I think he had, like, over a thousand yards. Y'all can Google it. Whatever year he got drafted, I drafted yeah. him on my fantasy team, thinking he's going to get the job eventually. Mm-hmm. And I cut him the week before, and I went to the freelance. He was already gone, and mm-hmm. he went off week after. I think he had like six or seven straight hundred yard games, catching the ball at the backfield. So now, I always just I just hold on to people. I was I'm Jamal Charles scarred, so <laughs> I hold on to people for a long, long time. Sometimes that ends up playing out well for you because somebody, you know, ends up going down middle of the season that nobody expected, and you have that backup who comes in and starts representing for his team. He balled out. He balled out. I'll try to find it on my phone, but he balled out. Yeah, man. (laughs) So moving on from the fantasy football talk, we're going to get back into a little NBA talk with the season steadily approaching. You know, NBA time is coming up, and I'm very excited because I'm a big basketball fan. And although a lot of people are down on pro basketball and they kind of knock it because of, you know, walks and travels and defense not being exactly what it is. Listen, man, you got to keep in mind, this is professional basketball. Like, they do this for a living. Mm -hmm. They play 82 games a year, a lot of times multiple games a week. Like, you got to give them some some slack, gotta give them a break. Yeah. As far as the refs go, you know, they, they, they're they human, just like you. You know, they let things get by them. Not necessarily let them get by them, but things get, do get by them, just like things get by you. The, so, great, the great Curtis Blow made a song, playing basketball, man. Come on, man. Gotta put some respect <laughs> on playing basketball. Curtis Blow. favorite sport. Took it back for Let one. Let one triple up and down the court. Yeah. Ooh. Classic song. <laughs> 
So just a little bit of uh, my thoughts on NBA, or our thoughts, I'm sorry, on NBA this past week because we had some preseason action. Ben Simmons stepped up, hit his first three, and it's even more than the fact that he made that shot. He just looked really, really comfortable stepping into it. He did. He did. I mean, I'm not going to get too hype about it because it was just one jumper. It, it went in. It wasn't preseason. It he was, was against a Chinese yeah, team. Yeah, he, he was going against uh, Jackie Chan's little son or brother, whoever it was. I don't know who he was going against, but, uh, you know, he made it. He took the shot against the Jackie Chan All-Stars. He made it. But now we got to see, can you do that against somebody like Damian Lillard? Can you do that against, uh, you know, uh, so, uh, you know, Kimba Walker? You're going to be, I mean, these guys are going to be pressed up against you. So can you do yeah. that against these, you know, the, 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 the Trey uh, Young? Yeah, I mean, they... You gotta you gotta do this in the in the, in the, in, the, in the NBA. You gotta do it against a real team. You know what it's mean? gotta so, translate. And it was yeah. it was good to see in preseason. He did it. The the stadium erupted. Yeah. Sixers fans around the area were. I would have felt disrespected, but you know, you know he, he, but, um, he made it. <laughs> you know, he, he made it, and that 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 was that was good to see. That's the only way this team is going to strive. If he's got to he's got to pull up. He's got to shoot. He yeah. has to. You can't have Joel Embiid out there taking jumper after jumper after jump. That that's going to mess up the whole flow of the team. He's got to be you know. So, Joel Embiid's got to do most of his dirty work in the paint. He can come out every once in a while and shoot that three, but you, Ben Simmons, you got to be a threat to shoot a jumper. So, and I don't really care about the three. Mm -hmm. I just want you taking 12, 14, 15, 16 foot jumpers. You're just doing shooting. that. Yeah, yeah. If, I, I, then people will have to play you honestly, and then the whole floor is going to be opened up. And that'll help the spacing, just like you said, the whole floor. Gets whole floor. Up. I mean, Al Horford's going to get all types of open jumpers. Uh, Richardson's going to get all types of open jumpers. Uh, Elbow Mike jumpers Scott, is going to be at a premium. He's going to be in the corner all all day. If you can spread up, that, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. You know what I mean? So he's gotta, you know. I think they're playing tonight. They might be on right now, but they gotta. He's he's gotta be able to work on that jumper. We know you can run past uh, anybody and, and make it and, and get the layup. We know you can do that. But work on stuff that 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 you know you can't do. Because most of the game he was just running past. We know you can do that. You're six ten. You're fast. We know Definitely. that. Yeah. So do the long strides. You can get up around. Yeah. People. We know you can do that. But come on, man. Pull up for some jumpers, man. Please. I'm not going to believe it until I see it. If I watch a game, he pulls up for three or four, then I'll be hyped. But when I saw the three, I was like, oh, that was cool. But I was like, oh, man, I need to see more. Definitely, definitely. So yeah, I'm hating. I don't care. We, 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 we got to keep pushing. Got to yeah. keep pushing. Yeah, you gotta, come on, man. I need, I need, I need more. So we third got our, year. We got our first look at uh, Zion Williamson against NBA action, NBA players, uh, you know, outside of the summer league. Did he uh, play against um, um the, the Jackie Tan Jet Lee All Stars too, or did he? Nah, nah, play he, against... he's playing against actual NBA oh, okay, teams. Right. Okay. Uh, that was playing preseason games, and you know he did a lot of what we were expecting. He went to the basket strong. Okay. Uh, you know he got some putbacks. He was one of the first off of his feet to get rebounds. Okay. Um, so it was encouraging to see him flourish in what he does. Um, you know, as far as a rookie goes, um, and I'm I'm gonna try my best not to be too hard on him this year. But you know, I just, I, I just need to continuously see it. Yeah, That's how I feel with him. He's got, he's got, he's got a lot to prove. He's got to be able to play defense. Got to be able to keep up with some of the smaller players. You know uh -huh. what I mean? So he's gonna, he gonna get a workout this year. He's smaller or big. He's about two hundred ninety pounds right now. But probably by the end of the season, he might be two thirty because he's gonna be chasing around little, little guys all season. They gonna, they, uh -huh. they, they, gonna, they gonna work him down. So we'll see. Yeah. We gonna see. Uh, we also got our first look at the revamped Lakers, who finally were able to get their clutches on Anthony Davis. Yeah. And, um, you know, he played really well in the game that I saw last week with LeBron. LeBron diving for loose balls against the Golden State Warriors. And, uh, you know, after the Lakers ended up coming out victorious, they uh, put up a Twitter message saying that this was a warning shot. What? To who? After a preseason game. 
when they beat the Golden State Warriors by double digits, this is a warning shot. So who 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 put that up? The Lakers or was it or was it um, Queen James? Who, who put it up? Well, that that was the Lakers organization. I don't really know who speaks for them. You know, LeBron could be in charge of their their PR department and their not, their Twitter moves. I'm not but. seeing. It. I'm, I'm seeing a six seven place team, but that's just me. <laughs> I'm not seeing. It. So you weren't impressed by what you saw from no. Anthony Davis? No. No? He already, he's already hurt. He hurt his thumb the other day. So I yeah. did hear about that. Yeah, I did so hear about that. He's already hurt. So they don't. who's on their bench? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> who's on the bench? Is, they is, do is, got is, is Byron McGee Scott coming, coming off the bench? Who's on the bench? Is they got Michael McGee. Cooper. Oh. They, they, they got Dwight Howard. AC know? Green? <laughs> I don't know who's coming off the bench. Who's the rest of their team? All I, know is a, all I know is Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Rondo, and uh, Kuzma. And that's it. You better get the rest of the team. Boogie Cousins has got broke. He's broken down. He's done. Yeah. He's in the casket. So who's who's coming off the bench? You need you. You seen the NBA over the last you know couple years. You got to have an eight to nine man roster. You saw what uh, Toronto did. Uh, Kyle Van, Van, Van. How you say his name? Van Loin, Van Van Pelt. He was hitting shots. You, you, know you talking about Van Fleet? Van Fleet. I'm sorry. Yeah. Van Fleet. It's, it's, it's seven or eight people. You can't you can't have four 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 or five people balling. Can't do that. Nah, you gotta have a more of a, a deep. Gotta have a whole team. You yeah. saw Sean Livingston getting it in for the Golden State Warriors over the past couple of years. You know I mean, you gotta have an eight to nine man roster. They only have three or four players, and Anthony Davis can't stay healthy. I'm not seeing it from the Lakers. I'm sorry, they're gonna struggle this year. So did anything stand out to you uh, as far as preseason basketball went this past uh, week, Taylor? No, I didn't really see too many games. Uh, I, I, I just saw a bunch of teams playing against the Chinese All Stars. I'm not watching this. I'm not watching. <laughs> James Hard going against the dim sum uh, kung fu chicken all star. I'm not watching that mess. I mean, I'm, I'm good. So, uh, <laughs> uh, I'll, but but when they start playing, uh, what's it, October 23rd or 22nd? That's the opening week. I'll I'll, yeah. I'll tune in and I'll probably tune out because the NBA because NFL will be going to pop it. But as soon as the NBA or NFL starts to scale down, I'll get back into NBA. But like the first month, month and a half of the season, I really don't pay attention, pay attention to NBA that much. I mean, I'll check out every now and then, but. Gotcha. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of that's just kind of how I am. I, I'll get entrenched with the basketball as soon as the the, the calendar turns to twenty twenty. I'll be entrenched with the with the with the with the uh, basketball. But you know, what I mean, I, I saw goals. I think Golden State might be a team that you might have to watch out for. A lot of people was counting them out, but I think Golden State's gonna be okay. A lot of people saying, "Oh no, they they don't have Clay," but I think they're gonna be a good team. I think I watch out for Golden State. Yeah, I mean, Clay went down, KD left, and people yeah, was like, they, Golden State, who? They're not really worried about that. They, they, they brung in D'Lo. They brung in D'Angelo Russell. So yeah, man. He's got something to prove. And when you got that winning culture and that winning formula, it translates yeah. from season to season. They brung the snitch in, you know what I mean? So once you bring the snitch in, you know what I mean? <laughs> Everyone's got to be aware. So D'Angelo Russell's in the building. In line. Yeah, he got a wire in his shoe, but he can bowl. <laughs> So like you were saying, that, that NBA season should be starting uh, next Tuesday slash Wednesday, which is going to be October 22nd and 23rd. Yep. And I'm, I'm very much anticipating that and looking forward to that NBA season getting off and starting and mm-hmm. seeing these teams getting off and popping and see who's going to be real, who's going to be frauds, man. Yeah, I'm waiting for it, too. I, I like Denver, too. I like Denver. Denver's my sleeper team. I like Denver. Them West teams are pretty solid. Denver, Utah. You know, and then obviously you got the Clippers, you got the Rockets, who's trying to battle and get in there. Yeah, I like Denver, though. I think Denver might get that number one seed. Okay. That don't mean they're going to be the best team, because, you know, in the playoffs, anything can happen. But I think Denver's yeah. going to be that team you got to watch out for. Well, we'll see how it plays out, my brother. Mm-hmm. So moving on, we, we uh, for this week, decided that uh, since last week was a little bit of an abbreviated show, we're going to give you a second edition of Top 5. Okay. And our second edition of Top 5 this week 
in honor of the fact that he has a movie coming out very soon, uh, which is his first movie in quite some time. The the man, the myth, the legend, the the comedic legend, Eddie Murphy, okay, um, has a, a, a movie coming out called Dolomite Is My Name. Mm. And uh, all, all I can say in response to that is, uh, way down in the jungle deep. Yep. A lion stood on a signified monkey's feet. Monkey's feet, yeah. I remember that. And, uh, and we're going to leave it there because this is a, a children's program. Yeah, it gets a, little, it gets a little graphic after that. You know, yeah. we're, we're, we're trying to keep everything G or, or, or PG rated. Yes, sir. But, um, yeah, yeah. So in, in honor of that, we're going to have our top five Eddie Murphy movies. Oh, okay. All right. Then. That sounds good. Okay. All right. So uh, I'll start off with mine at number five. Okay. Um, being that he has a pretty good... Uh, succession of movies as far as like um, sequels go you know mm-hmm. he had his 48 hours and another 48 hours he had Beverly Hills Cop 1, 2, and 3 which I enjoyed all three of those very much uh-huh. and in honor of that number 5 is going to be Beverly Hills Cop the first like, one no 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 just all three. Oh, all three okay I got you I see what uh, you're okay. uh, uh, Axel Foley really really was a good character for him and I <laughs> I appreciated where he went with those movies. They 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 were very entertaining, very funny. And uh, moving on to number four, mm-hmm. number four is gonna be Vampire in Brooklyn. Oh, when he uh, he collaborated with uh, <laughs> a very slept on John 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 <laughs> Witherspoon. Either, either you love the movie or you hate the movie. <laughs> That's a very slept on movie. Kadeem Hardison. Yes. Uh, the, the the very beautiful Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett. You got Alan Payne. Alan Payne. G Money. Jersey's finest. G Money. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a classic movie. I don't care what no one says. Wes, Wes Craven directed. <laughs> Charlie Murphy wrote it. I mean, that's just... I mean, don't get no better than that, man. That's a one-two punch right there. So yes, number sir. four, I got Vampire in Brooklyn. Number three, okay. I'm going to take it to one that might be a little underrated. A lot of people might not really be aware of it. But if you're not, catch up on it. It's called Harlem Nights. Oh, wow. Eddie Murphy was able to uh, get in a, a film with one of his comedic legends, somebody that he, he really looked up to, which was Richard Pryor. Quick. And, um, you know, they also had Red Fox in that movie. Had, uh, Robin, uh, what, Robin, Harris. Robin Robin Harris. Robin Harris. Yep, yep. Didn't, didn't say too much, but he was putting in work. A, a, a young Charlie Murphy. Young Charlie Murphy. Yeah, man. <laughs> with, 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 with the fake traffic light. De, Della Reese. Della Reese, yeah. Yeah, with, with some big names a, in that a movie. A lot of goats, man. R.I.P. to all of them, man. That's crazy, man. Yeah. So, number two, classic uh, movie a lot of people might have it at number one but i'm gonna put it at number two in favor of another movie which i i hope y'all appreciate but number two i got coming to america oh. Oh. and uh recently there's been a lot of news uh that's been going down saying that he's coming out with a coming to america too i don't think it's a rumor i think it's, i think they're filming it right now i'm not 100 percent sure where they're gonna go with this one and i hope that everything is is good and copacetic but i did see an interview with eddie murphy yeah. uh, last week and he looks like he's in his, you know, good state, right mind. Everything's good. going well. So I'm, I'm going to trust in him and believe this is going to be another good one. Listen, man, if, if Sylvester Stallone wants to keep making Rambos and First Blood, the white man wants to keep doing <laughs> let, let the black man put put out these movies, man. Come on, man. Let's keep going, man. Let's did, go Coming to America Part 8. Let's get Friday Part 5. I don't care. Let's, let's keep going. Who cares? Did, did you hear they're coming out with another Terminator movie? Yeah, it's already. I think it's coming out in November. Yeah. If the white man wants to keep putting out, we can we can do it too. Come on now, I don't definitely, care. Definitely, let's do it. Get out part seven. I don't care. Let's keep it going. So my number one movie, and I I think I should get some agreement in the room or agreement as far as the the listeners go. If you yeah. have not seen this movie, I absolutely 
guaranteed that if you see it, you will die laughing. Okay. You will appreciate it. All right. You will love it. Yes. Life. Oh, yeah, life. Eddie Murphy. Martin Lawrence. That's, that's a classic. Bernie Mac. Anthony Anderson. Yo, Ray, I, heard, I think he's hurt pretty bad. My man was bleeding. <laughs> I was like, yo. Hancock. Man, man this dude is dead. What, what's, that, man? What, what, what's the Hancock? What's the Hancock? He was bro. doing bad, man. Yeah, I, I can't say too much, because that's a lot of cursing, too. But my goodness gracious. <laughs> Life is a classic, man. That's, that's my number one. That's, that's my movie. number one. Yeah, I like that movie. I think I saw that. With my friends when I was like ninth or tenth grade, oh maybe we was cracking up, man. Years <laughs> jing ago. Lang, jing lang. Yeah, man, that's a classic movie. That's a slept on movie. Okay. All right, so Taylor, what you got as far as your top five Eddie Murphy movie? All right, man, my top five is uh, we just had an argument about this movie before we came on, but uh, I respect this movie. It's Beverly Hills Cop Three. Now, now people don't like the movie, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Just, just that first scene when he walks up and just says, "This legal chop shop." Like I was, I was just, I'm, I'm, I was on for the rest of the movie. So that's, I like Beverly Hills Cop Three. Yeah, it's not probably his best work, but uh, Beverly Hills Cop Three is that's a personal favorite of mine. That's the first Eddie Murphy I was able to see by myself. You know, because I mean? all the other movies prior I had to see it with my parents or with older people around. But that's the first yeah. one I was able to watch by myself. And that's got a sentimental value to me, Beverly Hills Cop. Three. Yeah, so he, he, he don't really bang with number three. That, but that's you know fine. me over there. I've that's, had this that. conversation with plenty of people before. They're like, you really like you know, Beverly Hills Cop Three? Is he, he went up those stairs? Like, <laughs> just, just so many just classic lines in that movie. It was just funny, man. So, I, I, I'll give him that. It wasn't his best work, but I'll, I'll give it. I'll give it to him. Listen, man, um, Beverly Hills Cop Three is a classic. It's in my, a classic. My book, man. It's a classic. Uh, number four is actually uh, Life. Yeah, you know I mean, so you just talked okay, about Life. Okay. Um, that. Anthony Anderson's in the movie. Uh, Guy Torrey's in the movie. Miguel yep, yep, Nunez. Radio. Yeah, it's just you got so many uh, people that's doing good right now. That's in that. That's in that movie, man. Uh, you got they the, had that foresight back then. Yeah, you got the late great Heavy D was in the movie. Like Ooh, you just, 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 just a real good Bernie Mac. Yeah, you know I mean, just uh, the cast was just crazy, man. Like so, yeah, man. yeah that, that, that 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 that's one that's one of the ones people kind of sleep on. But that's a good movie. I like Life. Life was yeah. a good movie. Definitely. Him and Mark just just going back to back. That was that was crazy. Ray what are you Gip- doing, Ray? Ray Gibson and Claude Banks, man. Can't, don't get no better than that. Rick James in the movie, for, for Christ's sake. Come Ooh. on, man. Great movie, man. Yeah. Definitely. Classic. Yeah. Uh, number two, uh, I, I, I got to go with Beverly Hills Cop, the original, man. Just, he gets thrown out the window. <laughs> I got thrown out for the window. <laughs> I'm not going to put that, 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 that effing That was a young I think he was like in his early 20s, but he just carried that movie throughout the whole joint, the banana and the tailpipe. <laughs> I'm not going to fall for the banana and the he, tailpipe. He went into the, uh, the restaurant and... <laughs> And play the game. It was just crazy. <laughs> Dude threw my man on the table, man. It was just hilarious, man. And then um, Chris Rock was in that movie. Chris Rock was no, no. no, no, da- no Damon Wayne. Damon Wayne was in the first. Yeah, one. Yeah, Damon yeah. Wayne was Chris the guy. Was gave, the yeah, Damon Wayne was the one that gave him the um the bananas. The bananas you know what I mean, so I like Eddie Murphy. He was always looking out for people that were underneath him, giving them a shot. Like, yo, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna throw you in a scene in the movie, and then they all come on. So that 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 that's a classic movie, man. Just it was it was hilarious. Man. It's it's it's. it's yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. mm-hmm. okay. Oh yeah, yeah. He always got help from 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 Charlie. Yes, he did. Yeah. No, no. I'm talking about Keenan. Oh, Keenan. Yeah, Keenan. Yeah, Keenan. Yeah, Keenan wrote the lyrics and uh, Robert Townsend directed it. So yeah, they, it was a collaborative effort. Yep. Mm-hmm. For the for the uh, I'm not, I'm not counting um his uh, comedy movies. Though. His comedy. I'm just doing movies. Yeah, but the com- yeah, but yes. If we was counting his comedy, then Raw would have to be in my top five. Okay, I got you. But uh, we'll we'll, we'll keep it moving. Yeah, yeah, we'll keep it moving. All right, what number am I on? 
Yeah. That was three. Yeah. All right, so number, number two, two, my man Mike already said it, Vampire in Brooklyn. Every time every time that that, that movie comes on, it's, yeah, it's ratchet, it's crazy, but I watch it every night, man. If you've been misbehaving, <laughs> Preacher Paulie's here for safety. <laughs> the Preacher Paulie, Guido, <laughs> Peter John Shabbat, put a hole in your afro. Like, it's just so many just great scenes in that movie, man. Like, it's it's crazy, man. Like, and it was directed by Wes Craven. Uh, uh, Charlie Murphy wrote that, like, that movie is just hilarious, man. Ju- Julius. With the um with the limo. Thought you can get some ass tonight, huh? <laughs> that whole scene. <laughs> get your lying ass out the street. Ain't no pizza place around here. You lying, <laughs> Yo, just, That whole scene is just funny, man. Like the whole movie was just hilarious. Like Eddie Murphy was just in the movie, but the rest of the movie was funny. You know what I mean? So uh I, and but he but the two characters he played, Guido and Preacher Paulie, made up for him just it, it was crazy man that's one of my face when he when he did the transformation i like that Killed that was a real good movie classic movie yep. yeah and the number one of course um well it's, I, got, I gotta go coming to america man like, you, you you're not you're not out of bounds with that that's that's not a bad selection as far as the number one Eddie coming Murphy to movie. come on man mcdowell's man come on man hey, out here for a buck that camera like it's just so many great scenes in that movie man Samuel L. Jackson was in that Samuel movie Samuel Jackson like... sticking up the place man it's, it's, the movie is crazy my man and my man my man at the, uh, at, the at the game oh my goodness <laughs> it was a, it was just the, the man I met in the restroom of my life it was, to meet you it was crazy man like that, I think I, I my, my parents showed me that movie when I was a kid uh when they were, like they had to watch it with me but after like they would leave or a babysitter, I would always break. I was like, "Yo, come on!" I would bring kids to my house. Like, "Yo, y'all gotta watch Coming to America, funniest movie ever." I mean, so glow. I mean, that, that movie just just constantly, just 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 making me laugh, man. Yeah, good and terrible. Just, just, it's just so many great scenes in that movie, man. Like, and I don't care. Like I said, they bringing it back. I don't even care. Like, bring I like it to back. introduce Jackson Heights own Mr. and Mr. Randy, Randy Watson. Watson. All silence. Don't know. No, nobody says nothing. Like, what's going on, man? Like. That movie's classic, man. Like I watch, like I, I can watch that today and be laughing. I mean, we watched it what about a month or two ago at your brother-in-law's house, Definitely. crying, laughing. Like we like the and we've seen it probably fifty to hundred times. It's a classic movie. Still funny, still as funny as it was the first and second time. Don't get no, don't don't get don't doesn't get no funny coming to America. I love that movie. So that's my top five. Honorable mention is uh, Traded Places, of course, but that that's my top five right there. My honorable mention is have to be I Spy. A lot of people don't bang with I Spy so much. Yeah, yeah like me. It was Eddie Murphy, Owen Wilson. Yeah. I thought that movie was hilarious. All you got to say is Owen Wilson to me, and I'm out. <laughs> That's what Owen Wilson. All I got to say is 57 and no, baby. Kelly Robinson. <laughs> so after that, we're uh, going to close things out, and uh, we're going to move into T's thoughts. T missed last week, so he's back this week, giving y'all what he's thinking out here. So I hope y'all appreciate it. Uh... Yeah, I want I want to give a salute to my man Shaq. So uh, I got, <laughs> I got off my trip last week uh, from an undisclosed location. I'm not gonna tell you where I was at, but uh, I flew in and my phone starts ringing, and the first thing comes up not Donald Trump, <laughs> not no impeachment, not any sports, n- n- nothing crazy. Not it was Big Shaq <laughs> laying in t- to Damon Lillard, and Diesel. I was I mean that Shaq went in ten toes down, baby. He went ten toes down on Damian Lillard, Lord Jesus, and people was hating on Shaq. Oh, he got a ghost. I said, no, nah, man, put some respect on Shaq's name. He he went in on Damian Lillard, man, man. So I gotta put some respect on Dame on um Shaq, Big Diesel, Shaq Fu. <laughs> 
he, he went in on Damon Lillard, man. I'm not going to repeat what he said. Like I said, we got a, we got a family show. We got children listening, but family-oriented show. He went in. He went in on Damon Lillard. You can find it online. It's out there. And, and I, I was like, man, with all the stuff going on, Shaq was the first thing that came up on my phone. That was the first thing that came up on my phone. So salute to Shaq for shutting down Damon. Lillard. I haven't heard anything response yet because Damon Lillard. Before that response was actually pretty good, but when Shaq came out with this joint, I was like, man, oh man, okay, Shaq. Called him a, uh, I'm not going to get into what he said. You just got to see for yourself. <laughs> it, was, it was very disrespectful. Look that up on YouTube. I'm thinking about what he's saying. I said, I don't want to, I don't want to say, you know, uh, what he said, but it, it, it was pretty bad. He told me he ain't got no rings and all types, all types of crazy stuff, man. Like, oh man, it, it, it was a good, it was a good diss track, man. So salute to Shaq for shutting down uh, Dame Dollar. It's, it's a wrap. Well, listen, Dame tried to back to back Shaq, yo. He tried to, but he, Shaq came out with the first drum. Yep. Because Dame said some slick on Joe Budden podcast. Yep. Dame came back with a response and then had another joint right behind right that. Right behind that, yeah. For, I salute that, but then Shaq came out. With, Shaq came out with, with the second drum. I was like, nah, nah, it's not over yet. On my the victory man. beat, I was like, okay, all right. <laughs> and I said from the rip that I was banging with Shaq because listen. You don't just rap R.I.P. with Biggie with the notorious B.I.G. and just be a slouch. Like, it, it doesn't happen that way. Yeah, man, like it I, doesn't go like that. You see, people talking about Shaq, Ghost Riders, and stuff like that. Come on, man. That don't even sound right. It like, don't even make sense. Like, let's just say you're a, a top echelon rapper and Shaq calls you up. Yo, this Big Diesel. Oh, what's going on, Shaq? <laughs> Yeah, make you go. Don't, that, that don't make no sense. Like, it just, <laughs> I need I need you to make a diss record for Dave Damon. Like to me, I'm a lot. I'm a base logic thing. That's not logical. Now maybe it could happen, but I don't see it happen. Now I see Shaq going into the studio spit, spitting them hard bars. You know what I mean? So absolutely, absolutely. You know I mean, so I respect Shaq for for, for, for laying down the law on, on, on Damon Lillard. Salute, salute to him. Salute to Shaq. You can't stop the rain. And by the rain. way. Same birthday as me, March 6th, baby. Shout out to them Pisces. There you go. Shaq. Big Shaq. I, I salute you, Shaq, for that one. Shaq Diesel. So, listen, man, that's that's going to be it for episode six. Yep. You can follow us on Twitter and IG at Sleep is for You. That's S-L-E-E-P-I-S, the number four, Y-O-U. And you can look out for new episodes on Spotify, Stitcher, and Podbean. Like, comment, tell a friend to tell two friends to listen to the show comment all that good stuff we love y'all we appreciate y'all Taylor you got anything else to say to the people peace I'll see y'all soon man we'll be back alright man we'll see y'all next week episode 7 peace Yeah.